Welcome to the Busy Yet Pretty Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Haley. This episode is so unbelievably fun because today you guys are going to hear all about the life of a celebrity private chef. We're talking $3,500 Erwan hauls, the power of relationships and networking, and how to build your own career based off of a mission you have and a purpose. I absolutely loved recording this episode. I am very excited for you guys to tune in. So without further ado, let's get into the episode of A Celebrity Private Chef in Beverly Hills. Hello, my dolls. Welcome to the Busy Yet Pretty podcast. I'm here with my lovely guest, Chef Bay, and I am just so excited for today's episode. So Chef Bay, why don't you give a little introduction on yourself and how you've become Chef Bay? Perfect. Thank you for having me. Of course. It's so fun to be here. You're lovely. Oh. Uh, so I am Chef Bay, also known as Brooke Bayevsky. I am currently a celebrity private chef in LA. I have about 40 clients that I rotate between, between New York and Los Angeles, uh, between athletes, royals, supermodels, uh, actors, artists. So every day is really fun. I do brand events and then private chefing for my lovely rotation of clients. And really how I got into the food world was not traditional. Most people, when you become a chef, you go to high school, you go to culinary school, you work your way up in a restaurant washing dishes to becoming a chef. And for me, I just said, you know, food is my creative outlet. I never really want to make the same thing twice. And I don't want to work in a restaurant or hotel. And my family is like, what are you going to do with yourself? So I love how you said it's your creative outlet because like that's a true thing. It all comes from passion ultimately. So when did you begin your career as a celebrity private chef? I really started in the corporate product development world. Um, And my background is in nutrition, holistic health, food science, and business. So all of this kind of culminated into becoming a celebrity private chef and having my own private chefing business. But really, it started with just being fed up with the corporate product development world. It's profit over everything. You don't have a say in where ingredients come from, quality of ingredients, and what truly goes into the products that you make. And I really wanted to have complete control over the food that I'm cooking and the ingredients that I'm putting into my customers or my clients' bodies. And um, after studying holistic nutrition in culinary school, after undergrad, I just started taking private clients and fell in love with just working with individual clients and making a huge difference and impact in their life. I love that. I love that. So I love how it's like there's such a drive behind the passion. And I was expecting it to be like, were you kind of like born with this passion and like as a kid always cooking? But it kind of sounds like it was more of like you're trying to solve a solution too. Yeah, I think the more you know about our food system, the scarier it is and the more things you want to avoid and the more things you want to change. Definitely. And especially working with the caliber of client that I have. One, I mean, when budget isn't an option, isn't an, isn't an issue, that's one thing. But two, their entire lives, to be blunt, is to look hot and fit, whether it's to train for a role on the field or to look great on a dress in the red carpet, to train for a movie and look a certain way. These people, my clients, are corporations in themselves. So it and really how you look and how you feel is 70% food. So definitely there's a huge prep there's a huge pressure on that and a huge priority to eat a certain way. Definitely. Do you tend to find like specific diets different in each type of like category of clients you have sports or models and all different things I'm sure you do but 
Definitely. I think it all looks very glamorous on social media. You know, I'll go in and just cook eggs and go to the dairy fridge and do this. It's a dream. Your your Instagram looks like a dream though. I will scroll through it. I'm like, I'm literally hungry right now. So I have to go eat. But no, it's Um, absolutely beautiful. It's it's definitely a hustle and there's a lot of science and training and schooling and degrees that go into being able to do what I do. It's not really just going in and cooking whatever I want, but I have clients where I work with uh, trainers and nutritionists to really come up with an exact curated meal plan. So that could be every macro, every milligram of sodium going into these clients' bodies, every gram of protein is calculated into a custom meal plan. And often I do that, but what people get on TikTok is like, la-di-da, you know, yeah, I'm making like, some great recipes. Wow. I'm like, there is way more to this. No, I just <laughs> was going to say, like, I'm just watching it on your TikTok and your Instagram. Like, this is beautiful, but I just know there's so much more that we're not saying. Like, lots of, like, calculated things, like, moves you have to do, like, for the meal plans and everything. So that was very interesting. But I want to know, what's a typical day in your life as a celebrity private chef in Beverly Hills? Because – it seriously looks glamorous. I know there's probably lots of ups and downs, but like what's the typical day in the life? If I was a private chef to one person, it would be more predictable, but I have 40 clients, about 32 of them in LA alone. So every single day is really different. Um, so some clients I'll go in and I'll do a, a bridal shower for my client and her friends or uh, I'll go in and do a full day of private chefing with meal prep. So Every day is always different. I'll do dinner parties one day. I'll do I'll cook for a movie set another day and have a driver drive it over. Which is so, so exciting. It's always really fun and it keeps it interesting because I'm always making new and different things. So it keeps my job fun. But that's really where the creativity comes from. I love yeah, that. I, love, I that. love it and just really being challenged with dietary needs and restrictions, which is very much my shtick and how I cook, I cater to that. So gluten-free and dairy-free, soy-free, refined sugar-free, cool. allergic to tap water. I've heard it all. Oh my gosh. You're like, um, I've been there. <laughs> um, but my average day of just going in and private chefing, which is what I show a lot on TikTok, is I go in for the full day. I'll do my massive Air One haul and I'll film that. I and love it. <laughs> I, I charge by the day because honestly, not that I've ever had anything less than amazing relationships with my clients, but I never want them thinking that me TikToking or filming content would take away from my job. Kind of separate the halls and everything kind of – or is that actually the halls have to do with – The halls have to do with actually shopping for those clients. I'm like, I doubt you're shopping all for yourself. Is that like one individual client or is it kind of spread out for just kind of all the clients you need for that week or something? That would be a one individual client haul. Oh, wow. But I I always say, you know, whether it takes me five hours that day or 15 to do my – all of your meal prep for the week and everything, I promise, I'll get it done. That's actually really smart. So it kind of allows you to do both sides of the little TikToks and stuff because I am a fan of your Air One hauls and we'll talk about that soon. But that is actually really smart how you do that. And um, I love that. So how far in advance do you meal preps for your clients? Again, like I know we kind of talked about this, but like every diet is different. And like, for instance, I am – not full gluten-free, but I tend to go gluten-free, dairy-free, and refined sugar-free, and it just makes me feel so much better. So that is obviously a lot different than my friend's diets or my parents' diets. So like I have to spend more time catering to my own diet, just like how someone else has to. So for instance, how long do you have to mostly meal prep ahead of time? Or do you like write things out? Are these like special requests or you have full creativity? I would say when I first onboard a client, there's a couple of weeks or a couple of times where I go over there where 
It's really about building that trust. They're not just your clients. You're in their homes. You're around their family. Mom is without a bra getting their kids' lunches <laughs> together in the morning. You're very much there. You're, you're in not the seeing them in their glamorous red carpet looks. You're seeing them in actual real day-to-day life and you're in their house. You're in their kitchen. You almost become part of their family. So really when you onboard a client, it's about building that trusting relationship. And also you want to wow. They don't know how I cook. They've never tried my food. So it's a lot of back and forth with my team. Um, I have an assistant who makes sure that the menu is exactly what they like. It caters to all their dietary needs and restrictions. It maybe will emulate some dishes that they love at their favorite restaurant they've had in Dubai, whatever it may be to really wow. And then once I build that trust and the clients really know what I can do, they love the the food that I cook, then it just becomes like a, hey, are you free this Monday? I'm thinking Japanese. Okay, then kind of – Based on what you like, I'm thinking X, Y, Z, and they're like, sounds good. Oh, wow. Okay. So you kind of, of course, you cater to their nutritional needs and then you see what they like. And like you have a little menu almost for them and they kind of approve it. And is that kind of yeah. how it works? And it can be at the beginning, I, I have this whole menu that's sent over to them for approval. But after cooking for someone for a few times, you, you know everything they like and you build a really good relationship really? with them. So They'll say they like everything and then you quickly learn mushrooms are mushy. They don't like blue cheese. Cilantro tastes like soap. They don't like salt. <laughs> you get the preferences then. And regarding the meal prep, for instance, I know how you kind of explain how that all works. But like is what you typically do more like planned out in like a week of meals or like a day of meals? Or is it kind of just like really depends? Yeah, so I – really that's why I charge by the day because at the end of the day it's – it's my time and the amount of effort to cook, you know, one serving versus five servings. Totally. Is, I'm already there. I've already done the grocery shopping. The typical day would be I cook lunch and dinner for the client or the client and the family. Yeah. Plus leftovers for meal prep for the week. And then I do four to five items of meal prep that they can eat throughout the week. Okay. For okay. the next few days. So it could be three veggies, a dessert, and a breakfast. It can be three proteins and two veg. It can be five desserts, whatever they want. Totally. But okay, I'll know okay. the, the food that can be in, you know, throughout the week. If there's something that's like a, a summer roll, maybe I'll say eat these on Tuesday and totally. then like a stew they could have on Thursday. Really just adjusting like how the schedule works and everything because I'm sure like a lot of your clients are busy. So I mean, anytime I've done little like meal preps, like they've always come in handy. So it's it's like the perfect like assist like to have that, you know? It's, and it's so. always stuff that's taken to go because they'll have a last minute interview. They'll have to be on set. They'll be training. Their, totally. Their driver will need to know how to heat something up. So it's always easy and in perfect containers. And I leave a, a meal prep fridge goals when I leave. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, I've seen your photos. I'm like, it looks beautiful. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I spend a lot of time working, as you guys know, and it can leave me feeling just so worn out, answering tons of emails. And then of course, I want to show people who I love the most in my life that I'm caring and thinking about them. So I'm always sending a text or calling my family to let them know I love them. But it's sometimes so easy to get caught up on what everyone else needs from you and all the time you're giving to others. And then you just forget to take a moment to think, what do you need from yourself? Spending too much time on work or dedicating too much time to others can sometimes leave you feeling burnt out and needing time for yourself. Therapy can give you all the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. 
Therapy can truly empower you to be the best version of yourself and mm-hmm. become the best version of you. And no, therapy is not just for those who experience trauma. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, which is so nice. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash busyatpretty today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash busy yet pretty. I want to know if you could be a private chef to anyone, famous or not famous, anyone, who would it be and what dish would you cook them? Jennifer Aniston. Ooh. She's listening. Oh my God. She <laughs> she liked my Instagram the other day and I died. Oh my I mean, gosh. I'm not someone that ever really gets starstruck. I work with tons of celebrities and very influential people, but – I, she is someone I truly, truly admire. I grew up watching Friends and then she liked my hysterical video that I did with two comedians, uh, Min and Matthews and Vincent Marcus on the Air One Smoothie. Yes, yes. I saw that and I was laughing. I I was, that made my week that That she liked it, but I would love to cook for her and what I would make for her would be, uh, I think I can one up the salad that went viral, that Jennifer Aniston salad she ate on the set of Friends. I don't even think it was the salad she ate on the set of Friends, but I can one up that. I can make her a great salad. You're like, I can make her that times 10 probably. (laughs) So, because I was looking at that and then I heard different things. That's not the right one. So you would just make her that salad just the best version of it. Yeah, I think I can one up it times 100. So if she's listening- I will cook for you for free. <laughs> You're like, I will do it. <laughs> I love that. So I know you partnered with many companies. You just did one with um, Alfalfa. I think that's the brand. Yeah, it was the All Things Glitter Caesar Salad. What did you do for the pink? It was a natural mica mineral. Oh, amazing. Um, and the pink dye was from pomegranate. Oh my gosh, I love that because um, I'm like, I'm sure you're not adding that red 40 in there. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> you're no like, way. Let's get rid of that. It was pink sauce whenever okay. that was trendy, but no, oh, this was, yeah, seriously. It was a plant-based cashew dressing with Ooh. apple cider vinegar and lemon and it tastes like a Caesar salad. I was getting FOMO not being at Coachella for the salad because I'm like, that looked so good. Salads are truly one of my favorite types of food because like you can dress it up to your own way of liking it. And there's so many different ways to like dress up a salad. I love a plant-based Caesar. So that's why I had to do something that's so good that everyone can eat. So it was gluten-free, it was dairy-free, but it was still approachable. Everyone loves Caesar salad, but I yes. love a good or a good chopped hearty salad with tons of grilled veggies in it. Oh, so it's amazing. So good. But yeah, the salad, it won top 10 best Coachella Eats. Really? 2023 through Taste oh Made. So Are I was you really kidding? proud of the salad. That is amazing. Congratulations. Because I was here watching TikTok. I know we, we all saw like all the videos coming up. And I kept saying how everyone was complaining about how the burritos were like $40 or like something – Oh, extraordinary expensive. Did you get to enjoy Coachella while you were there? I did. And I, Bad Bunny is actually, I've cooked for him. He's tried the salad and then his drummer came back for a second salad. This is at Coachella, right? This is at Coachella. So I saw Bad Bunny, a bunch of performers came and tried the salad. I'm sure they all loved it. Influencers and actors. Well, that is so cool because I, I know everyone definitely loved it. And I was having FOMO because I really wanted to try it. So what has been your best partnered company that you've worked with? Erwan was really fun. Yeah. That was so, cause it was the, it's the first food collab ever for Erwan. People have done smoothies because I did two items, the grain-free chocolate chip crack cookie and then the cupcake. It's always really great to work with companies that are truly inspiring and doing great work. Really? That's amazing. That's amazing. So what's like the creative process look from like start to finish? The collab came about. I honestly don't think they realized my 
for lack of a better word, having my shit together, making this collab happen. I had a meeting with uh, one of the owners of Airwan and the head of marketing at the time, and I brought them some of my product. And they were like, it's 9.30 a.m. We just had breakfast. And I'm like, here are cupcakes, here are cookies. You're like, try it. Try it. And then they ended up eating all of them. And they were like, oh this gosh. is – the owner's wife ended up saying this is the best cupcake I've ever had in my life. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. And the product spoke for itself. And I walked into the store and he was like, well, you know, what if we did – a food collab, no promises. And we kind of left it at that. And then I came to them with a packet of here are costs. Here is the inventory planning. Here are the ingredients we would need. Here are the sponsorships you would get. Here's how much money you would make. Here is my labor that I would give. Here's what the packaging would look like. Every single detail. Here's the date. Here's the time. Here's how many people we would expect to a point where I was like, I was like, sit back and I have everything. That's amazing because so, honestly, when you – uh, for like business terms and stuff, when you go to someone with a pitch and an actual proposal, if you have everything laid out completely there, they're more willing to want to move forward with it because like, look what you said, like you really had passion and you put time into it. They made so $40,000 in 72 hours. That is absolutely amazing. So I made them an offer they could not say no to, but it was really proof of concept. I was like, okay, maybe I can, I can do my own dessert line. Wow. Today. That is this amazing. Is <laughs> and I will be your first customer. The support was incredible. There was a line for four hours th- at opening. That is amazing. And was this gluten-free, dairy-free, or was this just like a regular? Gluten-free, dairy-free. Just Mm -hmm. making it feel indulgent and delicious and satisfying with everything I make, but just it happens to be something that everyone can enjoy. One thing I do give Erewhon is ingredient standards. They will turn down a lot of companies for not having organic product and using seed oils, so I appreciate that. While they are pricey and, you know, you poke – probably poke fun at this with the parody recipe content yes. videos that are so expensive. I also really quick want to know, what is your favorite sugar alternative, refined sugar alternative? I, I don't cut it completely out, but I do feel better when I eat refined sugar freeze. My go-tos are like maple syrup. I want to know, what do you like? I love honey. Maple syrup would be too because there's just so many minerals and nutrients and vitamins in maple syrup, Mm -hmm. which I love. Non-refined sugars in general just don't spike your blood sugar like a white sugar would. And white sugar is a straight up sugar. It's just like eating white bread. It has all the nutrients bleached out of it. Exactly. exactly. Um, And then for zero calorie sweeteners, I always stay away from the chemical ones like sucralose, aspartame. Do you like monk fruit? Um, What are your thoughts on that? I like monk fruit. I like stevia, mm-hmm. and I think when used in the right applications, you don't get that after flavor. It's hard to kind of figure out what kind of works, but it's like trial and error. Yeah, I think stevia and monk fruit, they come from natural plant and fruit sources, so that's great. I mean, I actually grow my own stevia leaves. Really? People really don't even know what it comes from, but if you eat the leaf of the stevia plant, it tastes like sugar. Really? So it really oh is a natural – Is this a big plant or like sweetener? a little house one? Like a little house one. Because I'm like going to get that. So you can grow your own stevia, which is really fun. You can put it in tea. Oh my gosh, I You can blend that. it into smoothies. I um, love that. I'm going to be doing that. That's amazing. Yes, yeah, so that's really fun. Totally. Um, I want to know because we are both Erwin fanatics, as you know, and we always talk about, but – what is your hot bar order and what is your tonic bar order? Like, just give me a general. If you were going to Erwan right now to pick up some food, what would you be getting at the hot bar and tonic bar? So controversial opinion, but I have never purchased – I've only purchased one Erwan smoothie in my entire life. and It was actually for content. Truly, I'm like, smoothies I can make at home and a lot of these crazy ingredients and there's three bananas in them and they're very high in sugar – so controversial opinion, I am not a smoothie Erwan fanatic. Okay, I can I be honest? Yeah. I thought I was alone. I've only had, I think, three smoothies from their total. And it was – I tried like two collabs on and um, 
one other one don't get me wrong they were amazing but i definitely feel like the ingredients i'm able to use the same ingredients at home well you can control what goes into it i mean you can make definitely. any smoothie sound and taste delicious when there's a ton of coconut cream and three bananas in the smoothie totally but i love really building up smoothies myself with frozen cauli rice and frozen spinach to add fiber with less sugar and body into a smoothie myself. I do the cauliflower so, for ice cubes. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So I love – yeah, I love making my own smoothies. But my hot bar order – oh, that is uh, – oh, my God, I love that. I know. Um, <laughs> so good. The eggplant lasagna with the almond ricotta I have is not tried so that. Good. The mad wrap with I, the – I have not tried the mad wrap. Oh, it's so good. Turkey and that the avocado white bean salad in it. That's one of my favorites. In a collard green. Oh, really I'm addicted. I was obsessed with, I forgot what it's called, but it's the colored green like salmon one. But I was eating it all the time. It is so good. Okay. All their things are amazing. And also I'm never a mac and cheese person, but I did try it the other day. And now every single time I go, I've been getting it. It's so good. In LA, we're so spoiled. You we know, are. A coffee are. shop doesn't have organic, unsweetened hemp milk. You're like, <laughs> yeah. what? You're like, what? A little off topic, but I want to know, because the listeners, I know a lot of people were asking, they have stomach issues or something. Everyone's different, but what are some things, for instance, like dairy or gluten? Do you have certain like supplements or do you just really watch kind of what you eat most of all? I watch what I eat. I would say quality ingredients, ingredients mm -hmm. you can pronounce. I always say my quote as a chef is quality ingredients, recipes with integrity and a drizzle of tahini is me. In I love shell. that. That's Very health forward, Mediterranean, really clean, veggies first, totally. tons of water. You really add minerals years. to your water? I do the trace minerals. This is bottle of minerals marijuana. I can't remember the exact brand, mm -hmm. but – I use the the AquaTrue water filter and it's incredible. Wow, okay. The water in LA is not great. And I was it is looking not. in the cup at what I was drinking and I'm like, oh God. No, I, I need to try that out. I'm definitely going to get that soon. I need to know what is your most expensive grocery store order that you've had? Because I did see you spend, I think it was 3.5K at Erewhon. There was one month I spent $32,000 oh at Erewhon. Yeah. I actually made this claim and then Erewhon told me they're like, we looked at your statement and we did not see that. And I was like, I have 35 clients in LA across all of their accounts. Most of the points I can keep, maybe 50%. But totally. I was like, look at this person, this person, this person. And they're like, okay. I mean, I'm not lying. I spend a tremendous amount of money in Erewhon. I need, I need the Erewhon credit card. Oh, if uh, that exists. Yeah, you do. I would have the funnest time spending that much for just me. But so it it kind of all depends on each month, right? And every visit, how much you spend. Yeah. Anyway. Sometimes, you know, you have royals coming in and you're, it's a 24 seven job, put on a project for a few weeks and every single thing they want to try and eat is from Air One. And, you know, they want five different entrees with every meal and they want these beautifully stocked fridges for dairy and a vegan fridge and a bougie drink fridge and you truly spend a ton of money uh, oh at the God. store but it's fun that's do you like a fun Bristol Farms? Job. I do I like a lot of their proteins too their fish their sashimi is I do incredible like farmers markets in California we're so spoiled with I farmers love it. markets and when you really know what to buy from which vendor, they can actually be very affordable. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I I um, just went to the Santa Monica one the other day and it was just so nice. It's so pretty. And I got the best sourdough there. Oh, it's so everything is amazing. Everything is absolutely amazing. I have found myself getting such bad fatigue the past few months and something that's helped me so much is electrolytes, which is where I started incorporating Element into my daily routine. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. 
Electrolyte deficiencies or imbalances can cause symptoms such as headaches, cramps, fatigue, and weakness. What I love is that Element does not contain any sugar, artificial ingredients, coloring, anything that is unhealthy and unnecessary. I use it, moms can use it, exercise enthusiasts, big sweaters. After you go to the sauna, everyone can use some Element. All you have to do is mix the flavorful electrolyte drink mix into your water bottle and you're good to go. I really recommend trying their chocolate one. It gives that sea salt chocolate and tastes so good. I want you guys to try out Element yourself and if you don't like it, Element always gives your money back. So I have a special link for you guys to get a free Element sample pack with any order that you order through the custom link. The link is in the show notes. Again, a free Element sample pack with any order using the link in the show notes. Just kind of tell me how you balance your busy yet pretty life because you definitely have a busy yet pretty life. So from social media to being a private celebrity chef, from just your personal life, like how do you balance it all? It's something I'm always trying to get better at. A work-life balance is always really hard for me when you're any, – any entrepreneur can say this, but – you quickly become a workaholic because your success is truly only dependent on yourself. There'll always be a million things to do and things to get done, but something I'm really working on is, you know, putting more time for me, prioritizing sleep and truly taking time off because that's how I can be my best self. Definitely. I love how you said that because honestly, I've been talking a lot about this on the podcast where recharging, you can get more by doing less. Like, because if you just wear yourself out and become burnt out, you start to lose passion also about certain things. So if you want to like upkeep your passion and really provide to like your own interests and hobbies and your, your beautiful job and stuff, it's like, you need to prioritize self-care and self-love and honestly just taking time away from certain things so you can like refuel and recharge. Give me some pieces of advice that you want to share to the listeners about work, whether it's about social life, whether it's about personal life, or just any advice that you're called to share. What are some things that you have to say? Really, as cheesy as it sounds, hard work pays off. Really hustling and when you're passionate about something, success will come. But this fake side of social media that makes things look glamorous and easy and effortless and don't really show that true hustle and grind and work that needs to go into building a brand and a company and the sacrifices that come with that. If you're truly passionate about something and you're willing to grind and work hard and sacrifice, I mean, everything from social life to dating life, everything is possible. And LA is a land of opportunity, but really networking, putting yourself out there and People at the end of the day are willing to lend a hand and help. Odds are people have had people to help them in their past and building mentors and um, asking people for advice is something that everyone should do. Definitely. And I love how you were talking about how um, people have been helped before because it's all of our first times on earth. Like we are literally all learning as we go. You also can't have an ego that you know everything because Nobody knows everything. You always have things to learn. And you also don't look dumb when asking questions. Like a lot of the listeners are wondering how they could put themselves out there more and like become more closer to their future and their career. And and honestly, putting yourself out there and networking has been one of the best things that's helped my career. Like I was 17 going to these events with like 25 to like 40-year-olds at these events. And I'm just like shaking every like 50-something-year-old man's hand to see because you never know who has an opportunity and you never know who's going to be your business partner. And also some people are genuinely here to give you a guide and stuff. Of course, there's the downfalls of people who 
don't have the best interest, but I think it's really good to put yourself out there. Definitely. You never, I mean, LA, the world is a small place. LA is tiny and especially here being nice to everybody. You never know what their story is at anything, anyone in life, but everyone knows everybody. It is a very small world. LA is even smaller. Everyone knows everyone who knows everybody. So introducing yourself, making connections, putting yourself out there, truly building a relationship before even work is on your mind. But just, you know, if you have a good connection with someone, reach out to them, get their information, follow up on Instagram, stay connected to people. Because honestly, when even when I moved out to LA to build my brand, I had a business partner and I, and she would, we would put on these ticketed dinners at cost. Ever $80, I would do these five course dinners with open bar and I would just say, post me on social media. And these are people from Eventbrite, followers from Instagram. This is just everything. And it right? wasn't the clients themselves that I now have, but it was, you know, their their managers, the sister of an agent of this person. It brought their, you opportunities. Brought me opportunities. You never know who knows someone who knows someone and the power of networking is huge. Definitely. You guys know how I prioritize my wellness routine and I always make sure to get in every bit of wellness and self-care I can do. You have to remember that wellness is more than just nutrition and exercise. It's physical, mental, and emotional. So sleep, stress management, and mindfulness are all important aspects of wellness. If you want the next level of wellness, CBD can help. But your average CBD oil just won't cut it. Next, Evo Naturals develops smart sorb technology, clinically proven to help your body absorb CBD four times better than the regular CBD oil. Because oil just doesn't mix with your water-based body. And I love how Next Evo Naturals are THC-free, and they're so easy just to incorporate into your daily routine whenever you're feeling stressed or if I want to sleep better. Try Next Evo Capsules, Gummies, Mints, and Topical Creams with SmartSorb technology, clinically proven to be better absorbed by your body. Upgrade your CBD. Go to nextevo.com pretty to get 20% off your first order of $40 or more. That's 20% of $40 or more at nextevo.com pretty. Did you have anyone from like start to finish be there for you, for your career? This is aside from like family. I'm talking like, did you meet a mentor? Because like for me personally with like what I've done so far, of course I had amazing support from my family and like my loved ones. Business wise, I never really had someone to guide me from start to finish. And I think the best thing for me is because people will ask like, oh, how can I start a podcast? How can I be an influencer? How can I do something in like, There's no one correct answer. And it was literally, I think, experience, trial and error that has helped me. So I want to know kind of like, do you have a mentor or did you kind of go independently? I definitely have had a mentor in LA. Um, I would say in New York, it was the the opposite of mentors, to be really honest. I had in corporate product world, I've had terrible bosses, really chefs that were really belittling, you know, would say inappropriate comments or or touch me inappropriately, just gross men that in the culinary world. And I was like, I, and just horrible bosses in the corporate product development world. And I just said, what is motivating me so much is to never work under these people again in my life and do my own things. That was motivating in New York. When I got to LA, it was the opposite. I had several great mentors. One is, um, this uh, chef Jarrell, he does work on Tastemade. He's a fantastic chef. And he, since moving out to LA, took his time to help network me and connect me and really has just been a real backboard for me to bounce ideas off of and lean on for advice as someone in the industry. And, you know, if 
I'm getting an ick about a certain opportunity. Celebrity chef brand on social media space is a tricky one to navigate and and building your brand. And he's been incredibly helpful to me. Definitely. That's amazing. Well, I'm so glad that you had like those people along the way. I forgot to mention this, but actually my brother, um, he was a fine dining chef in San Diego. He, He was 19 when he was flown out to France to go um, be a fine dining chef there. People just see like, oh, chefs, like it's not. And like from seeing it from family, like we've all have seen in how toxic it can take a toll on someone who's into that industry. He loves cooking, still has that in, as a passion, but he's had to realize mental health and everything. There's a different direction for him. I definitely know what it feels like to see from the outside view how like that industry takes a toll. So I want to know like, did that really took a toll on you at all. Yeah. I mean, I one of the many reasons I just didn't want to go from high school to culinary school, work my way up in a restaurant is the culinary world can be really aggressive and toxic and working your way up in a restaurant, you know, I the people that are the head chefs of the restaurant had to work their way up and their mentality is, you know, I got screamed at and yelled at as a busboy washing dishes, cleaning toilets, yelled at at the on working on the line, doing the mise en place. And, you know, I got yelled at, I had this treatment, it made me tougher. And now I'm going to be yelling at you. And it's just this continuous toxic cycle. It almost sounds world. like unrelated to food almost. Like it gets oh, yeah. to be where it's- it gets, uh, it can be a toxic, hostile environment. It's very male dominated. Definitely. And it really motivates me to, I'm thankful every day that I have my, my business and my team. And I love working with uh, female chefs mm-hmm. is amazing. Women empower women and I working with other private chefs on events and collabing and building each other up and building this great network. There are great uh, guy chefs, but I would just say it's- It is very the, the, male-dominated. The women culinary community is a great one that Definitely. I am a part of. Well, thank you so much, Chef Bay. You have been yes. such a lovely guest. I loved hearing all about your journey, how other listeners are able to like further their careers and really just honestly, as I say, like work hard and like things do pay off. Like work, working hard really does pay off. And I know it's so cliche, but like if you truly do have a passion and it's nothing for the money, not for um, fame, not for anything but love for something you do and you work hard on that craft, it will take you places regardless. So I loved your story. Thank you so much for being on the Busy Yet Pretty podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you. This was lovely. You're amazing. And I'm so happy you had me on the podcast. Thank you so so much. That is Chef Bay, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.